Welcome to a brand new episode of Heaven and Hell at 43. This is where we are sharing 43 love stories from some of my guests, some of my friends. And today I have another friend. She and I have known each other since about September last year. Uh, her name is Tracy Joy. I love that she has Joy as her surname. It's the best because she actually exudes Joy. So she's just a delight. Uh, so I'm really excited to share her story with you. Her story was actually a real answer to prayer uh, because I went to bed on Thursday night going, okay, God, we don't have a story for Sunday. And I woke up to Tracy saying, hey, Elle, I have the story ready for you. And I was like, thank you, God, we have a story for Sunday. <laughs> um, and it's a brilliant one. So uh, a, this is like a little bonus story for you, is a reminder that God knows what you need and he will meet you where you're at. And that really is a theme uh, that's been coming through all of these stories. You know, God loving you and meeting you where you're at. So Tracy's story is delightful. I, I hope that you will get as much from it as I do. So without further ado, let's hand over to Tracy. Hello, I'm bringing you my God story from inside my vehicle because this is where it happened on that beautiful December day in 2017. That's the end of the story though, so let me start from the beginning. In January of 2015, my grandmother passed away unexpectedly. A week prior to that, I was just laughing with her and saying goodbye and I'll see you next week as my husband and I were getting ready to leave to travel to Florida to see my parents. Upon our return, early the next morning, we got the call that we immediately needed to, to go to the hospital. I was about ready to say a different kind of goodbye. When we got to the hospital, I immediately said, hello, grandma. And she smiled the best that she could. And I took her hand and I whispered that I loved her. And she just lay there resting. See, I didn't believe she was dying. The nurse even seemed to think that she would come out of it and she would be okay. But that wasn't the case. I held her hand for those precious two hours that I had with her. Leaving the hospital, I was in such a daze. I just could not believe what had just happened. It seemed like it happened, but yet it didn't seem like it happened at all. And of going through the funeral arrangements, everything was a blur. As we prepared for that, we had the funeral and we had family and friends in visiting from out of town for a few extra days. And then after all that was over, that's when the regret settled in. The regret. You know, those things that we always wish we would have done differently before a loved one passed, all those things we wish we would have said or uh, just spent more time with them, those kind of regrets. See, the regret that I was regretting actually happened just two weeks before on New Year's Eve. My husband and I decided we were going to ring in New Year's Eve that year of 2015 quietly, just the two of us at our home. It had been quite a crazy season for us, and just in early December, a few weeks prior, both of our fathers had to have major surgeries. So we just wanted a really quiet night just to kind of settle and just process what had just happened in the past few months. That afternoon, my grandma had called before my husband came home from work, and she had forgotten that I had already told her that we would not be out that New Year's Eve, but we would be out the next day for New Year's dinner. Some years, we do both. Some years we do New Year's Eve and uh, spend New Year's dinner somewhere else. So this year it was just kind of the opposite. And so when she called and asked if we were coming out on New Year's Eve, I gently reminded her that we were staying at home that evening, but we would see her the next day. Knowing I would see my grandma the next day, I didn't really think about it. And then she said this, I just want to make sure you weren't going to be alone tonight. Alone. She wanted to make sure that I didn't celebrate alone 
Yet I didn't even think about her being alone that night. If I would have known that we were going to lose her two weeks later, if I would have known that that was going to be her last New Year's Eve, I would have put my selfishness aside for a quiet night that evening and made sure she didn't spend it alone. That was the regret that came and that I carried. And that's not the only thing that came with it. It also came guilt, shame, and the thought that I was a terrible granddaughter. I carried that all those things, that regret, that guilt, that shame for almost two years. And then that beautiful December morning arrived, December 29th, 2017. I had some errands to run and I remember being in quite a rush actually. And I was also getting emotional as New Year's Eve was quickly approaching. And I was thinking back to that night when I talked to my grandma and she said that she didn't want me to be alone. As I got into my vehicle, I noticed something fluttering on the windshield, on the outside of the windshield. I took a closer look and I realized it was a feather, a beautiful white feather. Now I knew we hadn't hit a bird and that feather wasn't there the evening before when we came in. Also, we don't really have any birds around here that have feathers like that, that are so pure white. And also thinking about the wind, there was no way it could have been blown in and tucked so perfectly under the windshield wiper. As I looked at it even more, I realized it was so perfectly white. There was no trace of dirt, no other colors mixed in like brown or gray or anything like that. Just so beautiful and so white. I knew that feather was placed there, tucked so perfectly under the windshield wiper and it was meant for me and it was waiting for me that day. I truly believe and know that feather was a gift from God and that wasn't the only gift he gave that day. As I held that feather, the guilt, the shame, and all those thoughts of being a terrible granddaughter immediately melted away. They were gone just in an instant. I could feel God's love so strong pouring out on me in that moment. And it was just so, so freeing. God was loving me that day. God was showing me and telling me that I was never any of those things. God gave me an amazing gift of freedom on that beautiful December morning. Thank you so much, Tracy. Yet another glorious story. And I really appreciate and just respect the fact that you're just so transparent about where you're at, Tracy. So thank you so much for sharing your story. For those of you who are here who have children, I would encourage you in particular to check out what uh, Tracy and her husband David are doing. Uh, they they have uh, Joy Kids Ministries. I shall put links in the comments to their Facebook page and their YouTube channel. Uh, because uh, there's a special character called Panda Lynn and she's delightful. And so I'd love for you to meet uh, both David and Tracy and Pandalyn. So do please follow her on Facebook, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. But like I say, their, their heart really is for, for children and young people, but children, youngsters. So if you have little kids, sort of, I don't know what age they would be, but maybe under teenagers, uh, <laughs> then I would really encourage you in particular to go and check out what, what they're up to. Uh, and as always, of course, if you know somebody who would benefit from hearing Tracy's story, uh, if there's aspects of Tracy's story that resonates with someone that you care about, please do share it with them. Because uh, that's my real heart for all of these stories is for people to, to get those reminders of God's love in real tangible ways. So thank you for watching this. Thank you for sharing these with your friends. Uh, and I look forward to sharing the next story with you 
very, very soon. Take care. Bye-bye.